Support for NPR comes from Carvana, presenting this message. Shop for affordable vehicles the convenient way, all online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of quality cars for under $20,000. Visit Carvana.com to shop for cars the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shea Stevens. The Pentagon says Houthi rebels in Yemen resumed their attacks in the Red Sea Thursday by firing a drone toward U.S. Navy and commercial ships. The incident occurred hours after Western allies had warned Iran-backed rebels that continuing threats would lead to retaliation. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder says security threats in the Red Sea have broad implications. Uh, This is an issue that affects the entire international community. Uh, the economic impact, never mind the dangerous, unlawful behavior, uh, is something that we're all taking seriously and that requires collective action. Ryder did not say whether there will be any military response to the Red Sea attack, which was one of dozens carried out since the Israel-Hamas war began in October. Deputy U.S. Ambassador Christopher Liu has told the U.N. Security Council that Iran has supplied Houthis with money and advanced weapons systems. Declassified U.S. intelligence reports show that Russia has used several ballistic missiles that it acquired from North Korea. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, the information is being disclosed as the administration presses Congress for billions of dollars in additional funding for Ukraine's war effort. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby says the missiles can travel as much as 550 miles, and their use on December 30th and January 2nd marks a significant and concerning escalation in support from North Korea to Russia in its ongoing war against Ukraine. We expect Russia and North Korea to learn from these launches, and we anticipate that Russia will use additional North Korean missiles to target Ukraine's civilian infrastructure and to kill innocent Ukrainian civilians. Kirby declined to answer questions about how many additional North Korean ballistic missiles Russia may have at its disposal. But he again called on Congress to pass additional funding to supply weapons and air defense systems to Ukraine. Tamara Keith, NPR News, the White House. There is now fresh evidence of a tight job market. NPR's got Horsley reports on the latest claims for unemployment benefits. 202,000 people applied for jobless aid last week, 18,000 fewer than the week before. Weekly applications for unemployment benefits are seen as an indicator of layoffs, which remain low by historical standards. We'll get a more complete picture of the labor market tomorrow when the government reports on job gains and the unemployment rate for December. New car sales jumped by 12 percent last year, the biggest increase in more than a decade. A strike by auto workers during the fall and costly car loans did little to depress the market. With more cars available, dealers are offering more discounts. The average sales price of a new car in December was down 2.7 percent from the previous year. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. U.S. futures are mostly higher in pre-market trading on Wall Street. This is NPR News. The city of New York is pushing back against the dumping of thousands of migrants who entered the U.S. via the Texas border. Mayor Eric Adams says his city is suing the charter bus companies that are participating in the migrant transfers. Seventeen companies are accused of knowingly violating a New York law that limits the transport of needy individuals. The suit seeks more than $700 million to recoup the cost of caring for tens of thousands of migrants who arrived in New York from Texas. A woman who helped transform Vermont's assisted suicide law has ended her own life. Linda Bluestein pushed for the Vermont law that allows people from other states to access prescriptions for lethal medications. 
From Vermont Public, Michaela LaFrac has more. Linda Bluestein had terminal cancer. Since medical aid in dying isn't legal in her home state of Connecticut, she sued the state of Vermont and was granted access. A few months after her settlement, Vermont lawmakers changed the law to allow non-residents to access medical aid in dying. Diana Barnard was Bluestein's doctor. Linda was a really special person. And when it came to this issue, like her ability not only to do what was right for her, but to want to make this option available to everybody was really quite remarkable. Vermont is one of 10 states and the District of Columbia where medical aid in dying is legal. Bluestein died on Tuesday, surrounded by family. For NPR News, I'm Michaela LaFrac in Burlington. U.S. futures are mostly lower ahead of the government's report on hiring in December. On Asian market shares are mostly lower. This is NPR News.